Welcome to Wellness Wednesdays with me, Recovery Ray, brought to you by Balance Period. It is a blessing to be back with you all this week. Looking forward to covering everything since last week, I should say. So we'll start out like normal with our mindful moment. I'll do the mindful reflection question from the Balance Period newsletter. Then I'll do a check-in. This week's check-in will be centered around the data that I recently collected from my most recent weigh-in. And then I will touch on the updates to my sustainable self-care system. Spoiler alert, there's not very many right now, but there will be more information on that segment to come. And then finally, we're going to talk about the article from this week, which talks about health equality, equity, and justice, kind of helping to differentiate between those three, and then how we can go about creating greater levels of health equity in our families and communities. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get rolling. Let's start out with our mindful moment. So for today, we are going to do three deep breaths together. After the end of the third breath, we are going to just sit in stillness. And I'm going to guide us through a mantra, right? So we're going to be saying and speaking life into ourselves as we are connected to the here and now and grounded in the present moment, okay? So first and foremost, be sure to pay attention to your posture. You want to sit upright yet relaxed. We're going to count us down three, two, one, and we will get rolling. Three. Two, one, take the first deep breath. And another. And one more. Allow your breathing to return to its normal pattern. Now, I want you to notice the contact that your body is making to the surface beneath you and notice anything that you can feel by the support being provided by the surface beneath you. Now, as you inhale and exhale, I want you to notice any sensations that you feel throughout your body as you breathe. Notice any movement or any other sensation that is salient for you. Now, on your next inhale, I want you to say to yourself, I am. And then on your next exhale, I want you to say to yourself, enough. So you inhale, I am. Exhale, enough. Inhale, I am. Exhale, enough. Do that a couple more times on your own. Notice any sensations that you experience as you speak life into yourself. Now take one more deep breath and sigh as you exhale. If your eyes are closed, slowly begin to blink them open. Welcome back. So for today's mindful moment, I wanted to incorporate a mantra into our practice. And I talked about it last week, how we've began to or begun to incorporate affirmations into the weekly newsletter, which we'll talk about more here in a moment. But when we're practicing mindfulness, it's a fantastic time to speak positivity, speak life, speak encouragement, speak empowerment into ourselves. 
And something as simple as reminding yourself that I am enough or any other affirmation that is in alignment with the life that you want to live, the quality of life that you want to have, incorporating that into your mindfulness practice is a fantastic way to just enhance the quality of your overall experience. So highly recommend you giving that a try as you practice mindfulness on your own. And I'll also say, take some time to really think about what it felt like to say, I am enough. And if you felt any resistance there, you know, be still with that. Really sit with that. Gain a deeper understanding of why that may be the case. And understand that practices like what we just did a moment ago will help you reprogram your brain, right? To retrain yourself to understand that regardless of where you are, regardless of what you've experienced in life, regardless of what you have or what you don't, you are enough. And operating from that space is empowering, which I believe all of us can benefit from. So that was today's mindful moment. Thank you for participating. Now, as I mentioned every week prior to going over the Mindful Reflection question, Balance Period produces a weekly newsletter. This week, we actually dropped it on Tuesday. We you know, wanted to leave your inbox as empty as possible on Juneteenth. And so we dropped it on Tuesday, but every newsletter has a mindful moment. So there is a breathing practice that you can follow along with inside of that publication. There's also a mindful movement. So there's a stretch routine. It could just be a stretch or yoga practice, but it's just designed to help you incorporate more movement into your routine. Then there's this mindful reflection question where you can either take some time to just think about your response, but I highly recommend you write it down, right? Keep a journal. Uh, and then there's the affirmation. So there's just an empowering phrase that you can say to yourself. It can be silent in your mind, or just something to speak life into yourself. Then there's the replay of these episodes or any other podcast episode that we want to highlight. And then finally, there is an article, which I'll talk more about here in a bit. So highly recommend you tap in if you haven't already. You can find this on our link tree. So L-I-N-K dot T-R, L-I-N-K-T-R, excuse me, dot E-E forward slash balance period. There in the education portion of our links, you'll see our resource library and that's where you will find the Generational Wellness Digest. All right. So this week, our mindful reflection question is, how do I feel about growing older and why? How do I feel about growing older? And why? Now, when I think about this, the first thing that comes to mind is just my perspective on aging in general. And for me, it hasn't always been a healthy one. I think that I had subscribed to what is common in our culture, which is as we age, just naturally, we have less vitality, we have less energy, and our quality of life just seems to decline until we're not here anymore. And though that may be the case for a good majority of people, it doesn't have to be the case depending upon our mindset around aging and the habits that we choose to practice. So when I think about now, my perspective on aging, it's me understanding that I'll get new opportunities on a daily basis to enhance my quality of life, to experience you know, the fullness of what life has to offer. And... There's something new to look forward to every day. And so when I age, I see it as an opportunity to learn more, to expand my level of awareness, to 
have a greater impact on the people that I get to influence around me. And I know it's, it's definitely through a more optimistic lens, but I think about aging as just opportunities for more contribution to life. And I'm grateful that that is the mindset that I have. Like I said, it wasn't always the case. So when you think about your answer to this question, how do I feel about growing older? I would say really think about your perspective on aging. Think about where that may come from and understand that if it's not in alignment with your longevity and with you experiencing a high quality of life for as long as you're here, then it may be time to adopt a different perspective and begin to think differently about aging in general so that you can empower yourself to make sure you're creating the conditions to age in a healthy and happy manner. So that's the question from this week. How do I feel about growing older and why? And if you would like to share your response with us on Twitter, be sure to hashtag balance period so we can see it and repost it on our platform. Okay. Also, the affirmation from this week. Just want to share this too. I speak my truth and honor my boundaries. I speak my truth and honor my boundaries. This is definitely highlighting the fifth step of the balance blueprint, which is no, and the focus is boundaries and more specifically non-negotiable boundaries around our self-care. So understand that we have an opportunity to create those boundaries and this affirmation is really ingraining that right into our psyche to say, hey, I'm speaking my truth, I'm saying no, and I'm honoring my boundaries, right? I'm living in alignment with my health, with my happiness, with my longevity, with my vitality, right? That's how I'm choosing to live. So that was the affirmation for this week. I speak my truth and honor my boundaries. All right. So this week's check-in, you know, uh, like I've mentioned many a times before, I created this platform so that I can keep you all up to date and how I'm going about improving my quality of life, what I'm doing to do that. And giving you the space to check in with yourselves too, right? And to audit how it is you're going about living your life, right? The mindset that you have so that you're able to not only create generational wellness, but just live a happy, healthy, wholehearted life while you're here. Wouldn't it be nice to have a reminder to pause, breathe, and reconnect to the present moment? You can now get yourself a piece of mindful merch from the Balance Period store that will help you do just that. Each item in our store rocks our logo, which is designed to prompt you to pause, observe a deep breath, and remember that you are whole and you are enough, and you have everything you need in this moment to experience peace, regardless of what's happening outside of your control. As a listener of this podcast, you get free shipping on any order from the Balance Period store. Just use the code PODCAST at checkout to get your discount. Visit shop.balanceperiod.com and get your mindful merch today. That's shop.balanceperiod.com. Enjoy the rest of the show. So this check-in, as I mentioned at the top of the show, is going to be focused on my most recent weigh-in data. And I don't have the, the data in front of me to be able to tell you the exact numbers. But the one thing I wanted to highlight from the weigh-in was how quickly my body bounced back to where it was in January, which was prior 
to me embarking on my 50K journey and really shifting what was happening internally. So as you all know, my weight went down. So by the end of that journey, I was about five pounds lighter than what I was at the start of the year. My body fat went down, both subcutaneous and visceral. Um, let's see what else. My muscle mass, it, it went down, but it, it kind of leveled out at a certain point, but it was still lower. And yeah, all of the metrics that it kind of makes sense to go down from running as much as I was went down. And actually, I weighed myself this morning. So uh, it was a little later in the month than what I normally do. Normally, it's close to the top of the month. But I weighed myself and my weight is maybe a pound less than what it was at the top of the new year. So I've kind of bounced back there. Everything is within like a 0.5 of the percentage point from where it was at the top of the new year. So for me, it was just a reminder to know that as we're going through this process of making changes to things like our body composition, it really takes time and consistency in order to see lasting changes and for those changes to just be a thing, right? I know for me, the first thing that comes to mind is like when you think about shows like The Biggest Loser, and I don't even know if that show is on anymore, but there was a high rate of the people that once they left the show and they went back into their normal environment, they quickly regained all of the weight that they had rapidly lost on the show. And our body has this baseline and when we live in a certain way for so long, our body is naturally going to want to come back to whatever that baseline was. So if you're looking to make radical change, right, the most important thing to do is to make small changes consistently and to keep that, right, to keep that momentum going over time so that you're able to reset that baseline to whatever you feel is the healthiest for you. And so this experience really showed me that when my training shifted, my body composition shifted back to what it normally was prior to you know, the high strain and the amount of running that I was putting myself under you know, in order to train for the race. So currently what my routine looks like now, I'm running about four times a week. I'm also strength training about three times a week. I'm giving myself three days to, to rest. Today is one of my rest days. And I'm interested in what my body will continue to evolve into after after practicing this and, and seeing where my baseline continues to be. It might be where I'm at now. I might see some more shifts. I'll continue to weigh myself, keep collecting data, notice what the trends look like, and continue to share them with you along this journey. So that was, was the check-in for today. I was going to keep it short and sweet um, because it's, it's not much to check in with, but I just wanted to highlight that point, right? that when we are looking to make shifts and changes, especially to things like our body composition, it's important to not necessarily shoot for big changes fast, but gradual changes over time. Stay consistent, stay disciplined, and you'll reset your baseline to whatever you feel is the most advantageous for your health and well-being. So that was a check-in. Highly recommend you taking time, just do an audit of where you are, check in with where you are in your mind and body how you're spending your time and energy, the quality of what you're consuming, not just what you eat and drink, but what you watch, read, and listen to, and also how you're responding to what you're experiencing, right? What does that inner dialogue sound like when you're experiencing adversity or just anything for that matter in your life? So keep those things in mind. Do an audit for yourself this week, and we'll check in next week and see where I'm at as it relates to those different areas. All right, next, we are going to talk about my sustainable self-care system. Not very many updates, but the biggest one that is to come. So I just want to foreshadow this. 
I am going to be doing my next round of my inside tracker testing. So I'm going to do another ultimate package and I'm going to get all 44 biomarkers. It might be 45 biomarkers now that they check, but I'm going to do um, similar to what I did back in February, another big test to see what has shifted, see what has changed, and then use the data that I collect to determine what adjustments I can make to my behavior, what adjustments I can make to my nutrition or my supplementation to help me lower my inner age. That is my goal. If I can, I want to make sure that I am aging younger as time progresses as it relates to the biomarkers that are tracked internally. All right. So looking forward to that. I should be getting that done next week. And so I will be having an update for you sometime in July about what that actually looks like for me. So not too much of an update for that sustainable self-care system, but I'm looking forward to getting this next blood test done and uh, seeing what's happening in there. We can only manage what we measure. That's why we partnered with Woo, so you can get the latest and most advanced health and fitness wearable on the market for free. Not only does it monitor your recovery, sleep, training, and overall health, it also offers personalized recommendations and coaching feedback. You can finally take the guesswork out of deciding which self-care habits will actually help you feel good and function at your best. Visit join.whoop.com forward slash balance period and order your free whoop 4.0 today that's join.whoop.com forward slash balance period enjoy the rest of the show all right finally let's go ahead and talk about the article from this week so this week's article as i mentioned at the top of the show is focused on health equality health equity and justice right so it's really understanding the difference and sometimes those those terms get like clumped together, right? Like it's like they're all the same thing when they're really not. And so the article was from Healthline and the example that they had in the article, which I really wanted to highlight for the sake of bringing our awareness and attention to the differences here. This may have been something that you heard before, but I think, because for me, I had heard it before, but just reiterating it, it helps to see the difference. So let's imagine that there is a fence. And on this, at this fence, right? So looking over this fence, you have someone who's tall, you have someone who's shorter, and then you have like a kid who's, you know, shorter than everyone. And when you think about equality, equality is giving each of those individuals the same size ladder, right? Everyone's equal now. But with the same size ladder, the person who was tall has a gigantic advantage as it relates to their vantage point of what they can see over the fence. The person who was a little bit shorter, they can now see over the fence. But then you have the, the child who, even though they have the same size ladder as everyone else, they are not able to see over the fence still. So that's where equity comes in. When we talk about health equity, it's not just making sure that everyone has access to the same quality of care or to the same type of care, but it's also saying, hey, let's meet you where you are. And in the case of the example of the fence, now you have the tall person where they don't really need any support. You might have like a little you know, two to four inch block that you give them that they can, you know, see a little bit higher over the fence. But then you have a larger block for the person that is shorter. So now they are able to see over the fence and they're at the same level as a tall person. And then for the child, they have an even larger 
box to stand on so that now they are also at an equal level of view of what's happening over the fence. So that's where equity comes in. And then when we talk about justice, now justice is really focusing on the laws, some of the systemic reasons why there are so many disparities in our health system. It mentioned in the article, justice is like removing the fence altogether. So really taking into account these systems that are in place that are producing the health inequity that we experience. Um, and I know for me, my vantage point is coming from a black man in this country. So when I think about inequity in the healthcare system, I, I really think about how it affects you know, black and brown people. So I talk about, you know, how infant mortality is double in the black population. Same with mothers, right? Black mothers are dying three times as much as white women, you know, in this country. It's important for us to understand these things. And I know, like I said, for me, my vantage point is coming from a black man. So that's how I'm thinking about equity and thinking about justice through the lens of health. And so I talk about it often on this platform, but you know, Balance Period is a wellness and health equity firm. And so the wellness portion of it is really leaning into the Balance Blueprint, right? Our emotional literacy program to help individuals create generational wellness. But then it's this health equity piece. And what Balance Period is doing is partnering with organizations, becoming more aware of events or spaces where people can get access to quality care, get free health screenings, right? Expand their awareness of their current quality of life. And we're going to be using our platform to promote that. So on Wellness Wednesdays, in our newsletter, on our social media platforms, you'll begin to see more and more opportunities to access free healthcare services that are around the city, right? These are things that are already happening around us. And for me, I want to make sure the balance period is leaning into our commitment to creating a world where generational wellness is accessible to everyone and increasing health equity in any way that we can. So that's how we're going to do it. In the article, it talked about other ways that one could create greater levels of health equity. It talks about becoming more educated about health inequities and public policy. And so reading articles like what I offered here, just taking time to go, you know, go online and check into these things for yourselves. Um, raise awareness among your family, friends, and organizations of which you might be a part of. So creating space to have conversations like this, right? Like really talk about it and help share what you've learned with the people that are in your sphere of influence. And then volunteer at healthcare advocacy um, associations and organizations. So getting tapped into what's happening locally, volunteering, offering your services. Like I said, you know, we're going to be busy. Balance Peer is going to be busy next month and beyond. There are going to be several events that I will be attending and we'll be doing some health education We'll be answering questions. We'll be offering up the generational wellness model to help people understand how they can create generational wellness. So I will just challenge you to come out to those events, right? See if you can get, uh, get involved and contribute to, you know, creating this world where there's greater health equity and ultimately generational wellness can thrive. So that is today's episode, right? Understanding not only you know the impact that we have on ourselves by speaking life into ourselves, we open up with affirmation, talking about our mindset and our approach to aging and how that can impact our quality of life. Then, you know, me offering up some of my own health data and noticing some of the trends 
in that data from where I started my journey of running the 50K to where I am now. Also letting you know that there will be more content coming your way about one of the ways that is so vital to creating generational wellness, right? Assessing where we are physically. And in this case, I'm doing another inside tracker test. And then finally, right, understanding the differences between health equality, health equity, and health justice. So thank you all so much for tuning in. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me directly. You can email me, ray at balanceperiod.com. The last couple of things that I want to leave you with the first, remember, it's important to invest in your wellness. So be sure to continue to learn, continue to grow, and cultivate your sustainable self-care system. Lastly, you don't have to be perfect to be great. So be patient with yourself and be kind to yourself as you travel along this journey of creating generational wellness. All you have to do in order to be the change that you want to see in your family and in your community is to get started and keep going. So thank you once again for tuning into this episode of Wellness Wednesdays. I look forward to seeing you same time, same place this time next week. Peace.